Hi guys, it's Carly. Welcome back to my podcast, One Woman Gig. I am so excited for today's topic because I'm passionate about it. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about a dance do, which is dancing in heels. And I have a special guest with me, dancer and choreographer, my friend, Emma Rosa. Hey girl. Hey girl, hey. How are you doing right now? I know we're in a global pandemic. I know it's a lot of craziness going on, but hopefully you are in good spirits at this time. How are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, I'm good. I'm just kind of trying to embrace everything that's happening so that I can continue my normal life as well as possible. So I'm still teaching and everything, you know, just carrying on virtually. Yeah, I feel like so many people have taken that route. It's uh, a, what else are we supposed to do? You know, like you said, keep going, but just, just cyberspace, that's all. Yeah, for sure. The only thing we can do is embrace it and hope for the best. Yeah, for sure. Good energy, good vibes, good spirit. I appreciate that. That's good, good, good. Um, Yeah, we're going to be talking about heels. But before we get into that super quick, of course, I want people to get to know you for a minute. So let's talk about your beginnings. You grew up in New Jersey, correct? Yes, yeah, which is where I am right now. (laughs) Jersey girl, me too. I Uh, love my Jersey I grew up in a town called West Orange, New Jersey. Um, I've been, I was like a competition kid, so I started dancing when I was like three. Um, okay. I started out with like tap, jazz, ballet, contemporary, musical theater, all of that kind of stuff, and didn't really transition into like commercial or street styles until like training, training until I was like 18. 18. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you grew up as like a studio. You yes, were like a studio, I was a studio kid. kid 100%. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of like envious of that because <laughs> I started dancing when I was, my first time in a studio, I was 15. So I'm like, wow. sometimes I'm like, wow, what would have happened if I did start when I was three? Like, would I, I don't know, sometimes you hear stories of people that they get started at such a young age and they almost like burn out by a certain point. Like yes, when they hit high true. school, they're like, eh. But not the case for you because you're a dancing star. <laughs> Thank so. you, maybe, but that's also like <laughs> the case with how I don't really do the styles that I grew up doing anymore. I do mostly the styles that I started when I was like 18. So right. in that aspect, I use what I learned when I grew up since I was three until I was 18. But really, I the transition is what kept me going because I did feel a little bit of that burnout for sure. Okay. Okay. Understand that perspective. That makes sense. So for you, having grown up as a studio kid, and yes, you do have that like traditional technical background, would you say what would be considered like your first love like I know we've had conversation Mm -hmm. one-on-one but what would you say like you've experienced that traditional ballet tap jazz and you also have the commercial under your belt as well so what would you say is like I secretly this question is so weird because I don't like (laughs) like what's your favorite style I'm like I just don't ask me but like no (laughs) no I do have an answer for you because and I just talked about this on my Instagram actually because I just posted a video in the style but my first love my first style that I fell in love with was tap Yes. Um, yeah, which a lot of people didn't know about me until I put up this little video. But I, even though I grew up doing like uh, ballet twice a week and tap just as much or even less than I did every other style, um, mm-hmm. I had a tap teacher who is still a mentor to me, who still um, does like shows and performances in tap. And that's why I started. That was the first style that I did um, professionally as well. That's amazing. And I respect tap so much it is not my strong suit whatsoever so if you ever teach like beginner adults let me know because I I appreciate the style it's like amazing and 
my body just doesn't I don't want to say it doesn't do it I just need I just need to learn I just gotta I have to learn that's all I just have to be open-minded and embrace it but shout out to you for thank you throwing that out there I saw that video on your Instagram that was amazing and this helps with everything else too like now the way that I approach movement is like really rooted in rhythm like because of my mentor which his name is Maurice Chestnut Uh, shout out to Maurice but um, (laughs) but uh, yeah like the way I approach choreography and movement that I'm learning is completely based in rhythm and sound so um, it's definitely because of that that makes sense and dance kind of hand in hand goes with music so like that's kind of makes sense that's amazing no that's awesome um so for you you said that switch for you happened around when you were like 18 in in regards to like commercial dance and 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 that aspect so for dancing in heels like in general we're talking about heels Uh dancing in heels for you was that something that you were quote unquote like forced to do like did you book a gig where they were like hey by the way you're dancing in heels you're like all right five six seven eight gotta do it or (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> were you like able to start off with training like were you yeah. able to take classes and kind of delve into it that way how was that for you I well actually it starts with when I moved to the city for school and mm-hmm. when I was 18 and I wasn't really planning on being a professional dancer in general I did a little bit of tap stuff but really I I just wanted to be in the city so that I could take class so okay. I hadn't done any work in any commercial or street style yet and oh. I um, always loved to wear heels since I was literally a child my mom oh. I would make my mom watch me walk across the kitchen like strutting in her heels um, Amazing. when I got to the city, I met Charlene Quigley, who is my number one heels mentor and like one of my best friends now. But um, I just took her class and because I really want to take heels class and heels classes were like kind of starting to pick up a little bit, but weren't definitely weren't as popular as they are now. And I took her class and I just her her energy and the way she approached it made me fall in love with it. I was very lucky with with how I entered it and how she she brought me into that in a very like loving way and I was still like very innocent new to the city like new to the entire dance community that existed in the city had no idea what I was doing and right. I just ended up taking her a lot after that yeah oh that's amazing yeah Charlene is literally for those of you listening if you don't know Charlene Quigley you need to get your life <laughs> uh google her follow her on instagram i agree with you in terms of her energy she has like a spirit about her that's just so beautiful and so encouraging and so like ah, vibrant like it's just like you want to learn more you want it she's just so engaging as well so that's that's amazing that actually leads into my next question for you i was gonna say would you would you say that you do have people that you learn from and consider mentors when it comes to heels technique and I guess in this case Charlene is definitely one of those mentors for you yeah I would say Um, regarding mentors like the only person who I think I could really call my mentor in heels is Charlene there are other people who influence my style heavily because me and Charlene um we approach movement differently but our hearts are very much the same and so um she's the person who really took me under her wing and like showed me what was up and encouraged me even when um I look back at these videos and we all feel like oh my god I was trash I can't believe she saw something in me that's incredible but she was that person for me and then um regarding other people that that influenced me of course people like Jessica Castro Kira Harper I love her style um Yeah. yeah and then just people like that and then I brought my other styles into my heels so I train um I have trained a lot in heels but I also train a lot in street styles which I take 
over with me into my heels. Um, Galen Hooks, actually, I did her her workshop, um, her program like four years ago, and she was the right. person who influenced me to encourage me to make the crossover into my heels. So um, nice, that's amazing. So you're just wrapped up in like a lot of good energy, good vibes, good people, good things, good, good influences. Like that's lucky. awesome, though. That's, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's really that's really really awesome. Um, so for you having been this, I'm kind of like bouncing a little bit back and forth for you having been a technically trained dancer, um, to begin with, would you say for you, once you did transition with heels, um, with Charlene, with Galen, like you said, she, Galen kind of took you over to the other side with like, Hey, like do heels and things like that. Like, would you say it was easier for you to grasp the concept of like, okay, I have a heel because dancing Dancing in a heel is obviously different than dancing in a sneaker or a soft sh- like in general. Like it's obviously like your your center is different, your center of gravity is different. It's a it's a yeah. different type of feel. Um, was it easier for you to to dance in a heel because you have a technically trained like you're a technically mm-hmm. trained dancer and you have that background in terms of like that concept? How was that for you? I would say a hundred percent yes because yeah the way that I feel in a heel the way that you need to pull up your center the way that you don't want to sit like especially in stilettos i i um actually have never really danced in a chunky heel i've always kind of danced in a stiletto especially like a booty like a booty silica right but you don't want to like sit into that like tiny little stiletto you want to be up on the balls of your feet you want to make sure that even when you're going down your um chest is lifted and your uh weight is still up yet you're still grounded like all of those principles I first and foremost learned in ballet so I take ballet twice a year for my entire life growing up and even though like clearly I wasn't cut out to be a prima ballerina and that was not my passion anyway it a thousand percent um helped me transition into heels because I think what a lot of people um don't realize which I encourage in my classes is that ballet and that kind of technique is the foundation for what people see as heels foundation at least that's my opinion so like yeah when you're learning heels foundation you're basically just learning how to carry yourself almost kind of like you would in ballet but in a heel and then also holding your hips differently but I don't think like it was it was definitely a lot easier for me to understand my body in a heel because I had already been lifted on the balls of my feet for most of my life in my training right yeah I think literally ding 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 you hit the nail on the head ballet this is so redundant and for for people who are like okay yeah i've heard it all before ballet is so like the root. Number one. it is the root yes it is number one and i just feel like so many so many dancers even you know i own a studio and i teach yes. i teach my kids and i i encourage them because i understand ballet may, might not be their favorite mm-hmm. but you know but it's one of those it's honestly just the foundation it 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 translates into like every style yeah. of and dance. it gives you like, a kind really of strength really that like uh, for example i teach um when the quarantine isn't happening i teach um a heel <laughs> technique like foundational class on mondays at a studio right. called sas class and it's different from my choreography classes because we go through like um certain distinct positions of uh holding your body weight in a heel and walking properly in a heel and stuff like that and i usually encourage like um first of all that if you want to like really find your body in a heel it's just as important to train outside of a heel it's a common misconception and then also i think um a lot of people 
a lot of newer people who are coming to heels don't understand um, necessarily or question why their body isn't acting in a certain way as you would see the teachers or other like people who have been training in the heel for a long time how they carry their bodies and I usually say it's because um, not only do you have to train in the style but also you have to um, build your strength in those particular parts of your body so if you're for example if you're feeling like really weak in your thighs because say the class has like a lot of squats because you know like the booty popping and the heels class yeah but (laughs) you probably like something just like plies and like grand plies is gonna help you find you know what i mean like your (laughs) your is gonna build your muscles and find your placement at the same time and trust me like growing up i did not like ballet but i had this one teacher whose name is alicia bouchon and she um helped make it fun so like sometimes she would play regular music when we would do ballet which isn't necessarily like the proper way to go but it allowed us to like (laughs) it allowed us to like actually like it in a way that instead of feeling forced to do it so it made us want to do it it wasn't always but I would encourage like being especially if you're not trying to be a prima ballerina like being creative in the ways that you approach ballet so that you're gaining that um that experience and that training without feeling like oh my god I hate this you know because I understand I understand coming from that place because I was definitely in that place my body was never built for that but I needed it for sure I definitely needed it for sure and even just ballet in terms of the fact that you're turned out yes obviously in ballet you're working muscles that you don't normally because we don't even just walking down the street we don't walk in like first position turned out and rotated and turned out in our hips and our like that's not something we do but if you're training your muscles like you said and just gaining strength like that it's going to make so much more sense and translate when you do put on a heel yes. and just understanding certain muscles and you bet a booty pop in a grand plie then you're gonna know <laughs> yeah. how to get- Hold and then you'll understand how but to like sense. do the there's all these different moves and feels I don't even know how to explain them you probably know what I'm talking about where people like move around while they're in the squat like there's that little jumpy thing that I've never done or like the little like turn booty shake thing and you don't want your weight yes. into your heels because then you're not right. going to be able to pick up your um, pelvis and your center because you're going to be yeah, you're gonna yeah. and yeah. Um, also one thing that Galen did tell me Um, that kind of like changed my perspective on heels was that heels is just a shoe and yes it's a style but it's Mm. it's really a shoe and you can do whatever style you want in it there's just certain ways that you you need to hold your body to make it look effective and clean and proper but it's really a shoe you know what I mean and that's why there's so many people who like you do book a gig and then they choreograph it for a sneaker but then you have to end up putting on a heel anyway because it right. was a shit. Right. And then all of a sudden you're right. dancing. But what does that mean? You know? Right. That kind of perfectly transitions into my next question, which is crazy. Um, I don't know if you've listened to Luam. Um, Luam has a podcast out. It's called Industry yes. Talk. I don't know I've if you've listened to a few of them. Me too. And she's obviously, and again, for anyone listening, if you don't know Luam, you need to get yeah. your life as well and so make sure you like, oh, amazing, amazing. Yeah. Google her, go on her Instagram, follow her, listen to her podcast, Industry Talk. I happened to listen to one of her um, her topics and she was talking with Jessica mm-hmm. Castro and they were talking about heels. They were talking about heels classes, choreography, just like a whole bunch of like great knowledge and just, you know, they, they brought up a lot of like interesting points in their conversation. Yeah. And they were talking about even what do you call a heels class? I mean, is it why why are heels classes called heels classes? Is it hip hop in heels? Like mm-hmm. I know like Aaliyah Janelle is like amazing. I know she's over on the West Coast. Aaliyah Janelle is amazing. To me, when I look at her choreography, it's like 
straight up like yeah. hip hop vibe also like hashtag gymnastics. <laughs> I'm like girl how do you do what you do but it's like okay she's giving like a hip hop vibe in a heel a lot of people now like in New York you know they're teaching like almost like stage choreography yeah. like it's just like straight up like for the stage are like are there technical aspects included in these classes like there's just so much going on with heels and it's definitely like a newer style in the dance community and the dance industry in regards to like how do you classify yeah. it like I know for you you're teaching at Brick House now yes. um I know you used to teach at Ripley in your own mm -hmm. classes but you're at Brick House now and like what would you say for you constitutes as a heels class like what for Emma Rosa, what does that mean? Like, how does it start? Are you starting with a warm up? Are you, like you said, you have your foundational class. So for you at SAS class, you, I'm assuming you start off yeah. with a warm up, you do a cross floor, you do like, talk to, talk to me about that a little bit. Like what constitutes as a quote unquote heels class? Do you call it a heels class? Talk yeah. To me. So at um, SAS class, which is my Monday's classes, I teach two classes. I teach, um, they're both an hour long. So the first one is a foundational beginner heels class where I will start mm -hmm. with a warm up because I think it's really important to find your body outside of the heel before you can press it to find itself in the heel. Um, so Absolutely. we'll do exercises such as things for your booties and your rotators and things for your ankles to strengthen them so that you can find those muscles before you have to find them um, and balance at the same time. Um, and right. then we'll put on the heels and we will go across the floor towards the mirror and away from the mirror going through positions of walking. So for example, we'll go through what a bevel is and um, mm. I'll say things like you want to have your ankles kissing but your toes can be apart but you want you to squeeze your thighs together. Imagine that there's a sheer curtain in front of you and all you're seeing is your silhouette. And what does that look like? Oh my god! You know, stuff like that. The ankle kissing is perfect. <laughs> I teach heels too, and I say yeah. the same thing. Like your ankles have to kiss. And yeah. then also, yeah. like if it seems like the right vibe, I'll say, you know, you got to squeeze the puss, like. <laughs> but you gotta squeeze it. Then we'll go through like what I call your little tool belt. So we'll um, take our first step, and I say that the most important thing is pressing your weight forward because what I have found teaching this class is that. Uh, my students will start walking and they'll try to be so perfect in the way that they approach it that they forget that they're walking and so they forget to push mm. their weight forward and then we end up either going behind the music or staying just like in place and so I say number one it's to press your weight forward and I show it from an angle of the front and the side and it's kind of like almost nice. like a tendu to the back to be honest um, right and so we go through like turning out the foot when you walk not over crossing but not leaving your legs open all those little details and then allowing them right. to have that toolbox so that they can have it every time but also not to stress about it because I feel like when you stress about it you don't get anywhere either you just get that anxiety you know and then from there yeah. we have a focus every class of um something in heels technique or heels or even dance in general and and having a short beginner uh combination to kind of okay. um, help us be more aware of that. So for example, lines, we'll have that, or we'll right. have um, booty popping even, for example, how that looks right. in a heel. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's yeah. my technique class. And then when I'm teaching my right. regular, what you would just call like a heels class, um, at SAS class, what that looks like is just choreography. It's heels choreography. And it's very specific okay. to my style. So my students know that if you're coming to my 6 p.m., you're going to get those foundational exercises and stuff like that. But if you're coming to my 7 p.m., you're really going to get choreography and you're going to feel really good and it being able to express your femininity in that way. And it's about finding your femininity. Awesome. Now, my brick house class... They call it heels, but I call it heels expression 
because um, my classes and my purpose for teaching primarily is to help um, empower the my students in the class which is usually mostly women but of all genders and um, to Mm -hmm. find their vulnerability and be okay with expressing that and understand themselves more as people and to understand themselves more as people and um, dancers and understand their body and their mental at the same time sorry someone just came to the room I was like what (laughs) did you hear my voice be like (laughs) hello friend (laughs) I it's totally fine. You could. I heard. I heard a little, a little shift in the tone, but that's fine. We we can have moments like that. You're friends. Hello. But yeah. So and and I usually I don't. Um, a lot of people will see heels performance, um, or heel stage performance mm. if it's like mostly choreography. But I prefer the word expression because I feel like for performance, um, you're putting something on versus for expression, you're taking something away. And my classes are more about vulnerability, so I want to strip that away and allow allow ourselves to feel comfortable in being uncomfortable that's like really deep on a lot of <laughs> levels as as like i'm serious though like that was like as a teacher first of all kudos to you for bringing that to light to begin with because we're all people we're all nervous we're all like we might have anxieties and when you go to take a class like oh am i gonna get in a select group oh my god are they yeah. feeling oh there's this like there's so much more to a class and teaching beyond, you know, yeah. like, okay, of course you want to have like clean lines. You want to have a nice bevel. You want to make sure that you're executing those sorts of things properly. But at the end of the day too, like there's so much more, like you said, in terms of expression, like feeling vulnerable, like that's, that's like yeah. a scary thought. Like even me thinking about it right now, I'm like, that's, but that's something to tap into as mm-hmm. dancers. And even for you as a teacher to be able to pull that out of your students, that's like, kudos to you for bringing light to that so that's that's like that's heavy but it's like really deep that's good that's like i'm proud of you like that's amazing and that's, that's kind like- of like i feel like there's um when, for example when people ask me um like or tell me like oh i really want to train like what classes should i get into should i take your class like i want to train in the heel i usually tell them like listen i i have a lot of um experience regarding like how to hold my body in many different styles um i have some stage Mm -hmm. experience and some video experience but there are teachers out here who will really train your body and that's their purpose my purpose is more that i can give you that knowledge but i want you to um really just learn to love yourself more while finding that training so though so though i can that's amazing and if i wanted to like really like put on that training teacher's cap i have more of like a mentoring mm-hmm. like self-love teacher's cap that i like to put on just because i feel like um you can go ahead and like jessica castro teaches in the city like soraya lundy who's um cardi b's choreographer teaches in the city like Yael palanco teaches in the city yeah. like those are all people that um especially uh jessica will help you love yourself but also like really get you good training and like those are people that even like i take but for me i know that i um i have found that i'm really lucky that i have a gift where i feel like i can really relate to people and help them dig deeper into um themselves and so i use that more to guide my my uh teaching and then we just do it through heels yeah no that's that's literally amazing and again you're you're like a shining light like you really are so like 
I'm just that just makes my whole heart happy right now like I know we're all in quarantine but I'm sitting here I'm like oh my heart I'm smiling I'm literally smiling I know you can't see me but I'm just smiling like that's it's just it, that's really really great energy to even have that that mentality and yeah. that perspective so I appreciate that I find it I, I really do for heels too like um especially as women there's there can be certain stigmas of like um being too showing too much or doing too much or even like being a prude like showing mm. too little doing too little and um, my philosophy is that um I just want you to fully be accepting of yourself and whoever you are at that moment which is constantly changing and it to be a safe and supportive yeah. space for you to explore that without judgment that's amazing <laughs> you need a tv show I would tune in every single week. Like, maybe, maybe when I okay, have a you have time to do it now. <laughs> okay, okay. I was gonna say you definitely got the time now because we're all trapped at home. So like, if you if it if you're worried about time, you got time now. But all right, put some more experience <laughs> under your belt and then write that book. I'll be the first one to make Thank that you, purchase. Maybe I'll do it for free. Who knows? Uh, I don't like just share the love for free. There you go. There you go. I that that's also good. I support you regardless. Um, I have a couple more questions before sure. before we wrap up. I was gonna say um, I do believe in the power of artistry. I believe in dreams. I think it's awesome with what you're saying in regards to even just like finding the best in yourself. You, you know, when you're taking class. Um, this might be a little like controversial. This next question, but um, I feel like with being in New York, you see all mm-hmm. these pop up classes, right? You see so many people are like, I'm teaching a heels class, I'm teaching a heels class. Again, I'm not knocking it. And if people are knowledgeable, like, that's great. Like, we can always learn. Mm -hmm. We're always developing ourselves as dancers, as teachers, as, you know, like, I support that. At the same time, I feel like with these classes, Mm -hmm. and again, not trying to knock anyone, but I feel like I see classes and I I feel like I'm almost seeing, like, the same type of trends, the same type of, like, choreography the same type of style and it's like okay where's the technical aspect do we see the clean lines do we see the bevels are these people who are teaching trained and have the technical aspect to talk about you know what's Mm -hmm. quote-unquote right with with the shoe a heel on like in terms like are people coming to these open classes are they learning properly like what are your thoughts and again i know it might seem controversial i'm not trying to like knock anybody who's pursuing their teaching dream or whatever the case may be but at the same time too we don't want the dance community the dance community to be taking you know a left turn in regards to like what's proper technically you know proper technique mm-hmm. and things like that like what are what are your thoughts your takeaway in terms of yeah, the new york I scene feel right like now? probably what i think is most important regarding that which also has to do with how i thought about my own teaching is being self-reflective so these are questions Mm -hmm. that i think everyone should ask themselves as a teacher but i also definitely have and constantly continue to ask myself as a teacher to check in with myself i ask um why am i teaching like what's like what what's the purpose Mm -hmm. for teaching am i teaching because like i want to share and if so then what am i charging you know like different um different levels of for example when I started teaching at Ripley um I mean I can take you for Mm -hmm. a second if it's okay if I can just explain why I started teaching in the first place um because I think a lot of people thought that I just decided to start teaching um but actually it was like two years ago Shirlene was going I was assisting her classes at like BDC and Perry Dance and stuff Mm -hmm. and she was going away for the summer to do a teaching tour and she asked me to sub for her at Ailey Extension and that's the first time that I ever okay. taught in New York. And um, okay, I 
wasn't sure if I was ready. That's not something that I was like, oh yeah, I really want to teach. Like Shirley put me on. It was more of a thing like she trusted me and she asked me and she was my mentor and I was starting to become really close with her as a friend. And I was like, well, I have to um, live up to this expectation because she's really like, she trusts me. So I have to trust myself. So I did that. And then I started subbing for her at Perry Dance. And then after a while of people asking me and a lot of um, hard like thinking about it, I decided to teach like maybe once every like two months, but turn into once a month at Ripley for a little less than a year. And I think okay. it's really important to like ask yourself, why, why are you teaching? I had to do like a self journey of figuring out what my purpose in teaching was and what I wanted to share with that. Mm. And then also I think it's, really important for teachers to acknowledge the difference between teaching choreography and teaching like techniques teaching um different aspects of mentorship so like what what are you delivering in your class and are your students aware of what you're giving so I think it's important for all students Mm. who are seeking classes in any style to also ask themselves like why am I going to this class is it because it's going to make me feel good is it because this person has a lot of industry experience is it because this person has beautiful technique and I want to like understand how to hold my body in that way and um I think Mm. every reason uh is very valid it's just very important to like fully understand where you're coming from and what you're delivering and also continue True. i think it's super important to continue to train at the same time so i don't think that you can yes um, i don't think that you can deliver something that you haven't uh sufficiently trained in and i guess that's kind of like a up in the air type of thing like what does that mean like sufficiently trained in and i can't give a straight answer um but i think it's important to like develop relationships with people who you look up to as a student and study how they teach Mm -hmm. as well as continue to study the style and other styles so that you can fully understand your body and then understand am i just sharing in this class or am i really trying to teach you know what i mean right right i do no that totally totally makes sense yeah, like and literally like what are you doing somewhere. like legit- so I, and it's not my place <laughs> yeah, to really absolutely. like uh judge anybody's like where someone is starting um maybe i wouldn't take a certain class right. but if it makes other people feel happy then who am i to judge you know but um also i just think it's really True. important to be very self-reflective in am i teaching the same thing that jessica castro is teaching or am i teaching my own thing am i sharing because i want to share my storytelling or is it because i really have that technique you know Great, great. Self-reflection is so important as a dancer, as a teacher, as a person, Mm -hmm. like literally as a human being, like just checking in with yourself and being like, where am I? You know, time is is valuable, you know, like it's very, very I do see, um, like I have been in spaces where I feel like teachers can, uh, can afford to like grow in their teaching. And I've certainly grown. Uh, I think a lot in my teaching since I started, but I also really try to hold myself accountable for, um, am I doing exactly what I'm saying? So I can't say to do something if I can't do it. Mm. I can't expect, I I mean, I don't Ah. think I can expect of someone something that I can't even model for them. Correct. That actually, I feel like, did you secretly, are you reading my my (laughs) questions somehow, like through my brain and like, (laughs) <laughs> how are you doing this right now? I don't understand. 
but this kind of parallels my next question so we can kind of dive into that i was gonna say again you're literally just like a ninja and just (laughs) mind reader but um (laughs) do you feel a teacher whether male or female especially in regards to heels um heels technique dancing in a heel do you think that they need to be able to execute technical aspects if they're teaching in a heel or can they just simply give explanation as opposed to like demonstrating like if someone's like teaching a heel class maybe they don't have the best lines or their bevels or like whatever might not be up to par quote Mm -hmm. unquote and again i'm not here to judge people like whatever but it's like should they be teaching are they ready for that if they're going to be in a class and having people under them and like you said that kind of goes back to well what am i what am i putting out there as a teacher what 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 is my purpose behind teaching so what are your thoughts with that in regards to uh, the the demonstrating you just you kind of just said it a little bit but in my opinion and in my experience as both a student and a teacher i think it's super important to be able to model for your students what you want to see because at the end of the day people take in both your words and your actions and if your actions are speaking differently than Mm. your words are then students can get confused and so especially as a new teacher i think it's very important to be able to let be like this is what i'm looking for explain it and show it and um and for for mm-hmm. like older teachers or people who have had a lot of um, industry experience or teaching experience um if they can speak their words and then also have an assistant for example who's able to do that i think that that, that might um like right be more understandable for sure like i Suffice. know i had a teacher growing up who yeah didn't yeah. do like <laughs> anything that we were supposed to do she just kind of like told us what to do but also it was like the best thing that i had <laughs> But that's because she had a lot of experience teaching. And so I think for new teachers, I think it's really important to be able to do that because it also, um, you just, I don't think you want to be the teacher that's like, do this better than I'm doing it because students can kind of just be like, what does that even mean? Because some students and Mm, some students might not want to ask because because it's then there's like an underlying tension of like you should know what that should look like but it's like if you don't then where do you get that from you know yeah as a student. right as a student yeah like yeah. Where do you, and so, how do you learn that yeah for, for sure me, like, i know that i'm not going to try to teach anything that i don't know about or that i don't and i don't claim to to for example if i do like a little whacking thing in a choreo just because I was feeling it in that moment Mm -hmm. and it met with the musicality I'm very clear every time I teach it like just so y'all know this is fake whacking but it matches very well with the music you know what I mean (laughs) so I'm not claiming to be anything that I'm not and I want to really respect everyone who has put in that time effort energy and love and care to their craft and don't want to make it seem like I'm just using it for a moment or have it sufficiently trained in it before I'm sharing it um so yeah I think Mm. that that kind of encompasses how I feel about that yeah no I I I agree with you and I think uh it makes sense it kind of makes sense like how are you you know you gotta you you, and too as a teacher you don't want to have like a gray area for your students like that's not really Mm -hmm. constructive at all like as a teacher to be teaching a class and and having that potential confusion from your students yeah. of like, okay, well, wait, you're saying to do this or, Especially you know, for beginner I, I agree with you. Students I agree who that or, or students who aren't necessarily wanting to become professional because um, they may not have 
that like wide variety of experiences in a ton of different classes and so I feel like it's really um, crucial mm-hmm. to be very specific in your words and your actions so that there is full clarity for sure no for sure um yeah I was gonna say my my last couple questions real quick was just gonna be ask you what's been your highest point so far for you teaching with heels like do you want to be recognized as a choreographer for your work with heels or yeah talk to me um, about about that right now I don't I don't know that there's like a highest highest point like one specific event in my teaching I mean probably like the event that made me feel like oh wow like I can't believe people are recognizing in this way like I really am falling in love with doing this is when I did a spotlight at Brick House and it sold out pretty quickly and I Mm -hmm. I did not expect that which was amazing it was like um there was like 70 people yeah which is crazy Uh, and that's literally um, amazing so I think but in general for me like the highlight of my teaching is usually when people when my students even if I don't know them that well or even if it's their first class like I've had students come up to me and and explain to me how the class made them feel vulnerable and empowered at the same time and I've had a lot of students cry to me after class saying that that's what they needed and for me that's the highlight and that's like why I do it that reminds me every time why I do it um because I want my philosophy for teaching is that when people walk in I want them to break themselves down leave all their pieces on the floor put them back together in a different way so that they can leave feeling stronger and more full in their heart you know so that (laughs) I'm gonna put you in my pocket I can't even I I think that's (laughs) been the highlight of my teaching just being able to see that I had this power inside of myself that I didn't even know to touch other people through this. It was completely unexpected and has turned into this beautiful thing that I could have never um, imagined. Yeah, no, that is beautiful. And it's definitely, it's a gift, honey. So the fact that you're using it and you're just, just keep on going and you're going to get even stronger and develop even more as a teacher, as a dancer. So just keep on, keep on being amazing. Um, Last question for you. What would be your ideal dream choreography experience with heels? What would be like, do you want to like dance on the moon? Do you want to choreograph something? (laughs) Um, I mean, I do, I do want to, I mean, first and foremost, I, I, I do teach, but I also really want to be um, a dancer and collect that experience as a professional dancer before becoming a full choreographer or like a huge heels teacher or anything I want to make sure that I have I get my experience and get to collect my experience as a dancer so that I can properly train through industry experience as well um and you know like we've done some jobs together and stuff like that but I want to continue to learn in that way so I can be the most knowledgeable and best version of myself to give people the best experience possible um but regarding choreography like I would like to do um I do a little bit of movement coaching with artists but I would like to grow that and I would like to choreograph for um things like tours like with singers and music videos and stuff like that but ultimately I think what's most fulfilling for me is touching people who love to dance or who are reconnecting with dance I think that's what what fills my heart the most you are literally again i'm gonna put you in my pocket i probably fit i don't like if i've ever 
I know you're so tiny. I'm gonna just put you in my pocket if I'm ever having a low moment. Honestly, I'm I tell everybody like, like if you're ever like in need of someone to talk to you just as like a human, like I never want anybody to see me as like they're the student, I'm the teacher. Like that makes me so uncomfortable. Like we're all just people. I'm just sharing with you. We all just chilling, making ourselves like each other feel good. And if anyone ever needs to like slide into the DM yeah. and like ask for some advice or a cute little quote, like that's what I'm here for too. You know. Oh, you're amazing, honey. You're literally amazing. I want to thank you so much for for chatting with me in regards to heels, uh, a dance do in the dance industry. It's something that's most likely going to come up for people that, you know, if they want to dance in this industry, you're going to have to dance in heels. So glad we were able to discuss you want to throw out your uh sure like your ig Um, plug or any platform anything my ig handle is at it's emma rosa um yeah that's pretty much all i got i got a tiktok now too because we in quarantine so i made that little tiktok (laughs) i have one up if you want to follow the same handle (laughs) it's emma rosa but amazing amazing so follow emma rosa because she's amazing again i thank you so much honey bunny for being awesome and tuning in with me um your spirit is literally so amazing again you're a shining light and i appreciate you so much and when the quarantine is uh done i say we five six seven eight together i'm um, yeah and if i'm I'm, I'm here for it um when is this going to go up this podcast this podcast will be up okay well kind of soon <laughs> we'll probably i can't give you a date if we are I'm teaching like um <laughs> three times a week so even if we're in our houses i will okay. be teaching through zoom through staff mm-hmm. class and brick house amazing yeah i will tune in for you and i want to thank you again so much for coming on one woman gig and for listeners be sure to tune in for the next episode i will be bringing in a guest choreographer to talk about a lot of do's and don'ts when it comes to dance class etiquette that's very important so you don't want to miss out on that so again guys thank you so much for tuning in to one woman gig